What is up, friends? This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. Today would be April 22nd, episode number 54 of the Life Coaching Series. If you guys are new here, welcome to the podcast. I started this Life Coaching Series on January 20th. That is the first episode where I'm actually walking you guys through, I'm going to call it a framework (laughs) um, of how to really, a, a framework to find your identity that's rooted in character and values. And the grace of God gives us the authority to do that. Um, who doesn't want an identity that isn't built upon circumstances, people's opinions, or your performance, right? I mean, that's freedom. You guys, I was in bondage to all three of those things in my life. And so now I have a framework. (laughs) Sorry, I keep calling it framework to process. Um, I kind of got a little bit corrected on that yesterday that, uh, you know, processes are going to be different for everybody. But I've looked at it, you know, I was looking at it from a different perspective. So I want to try to change the vocabulary a little bit you know, because I do want to be a clear communicator. So I'm hoping that you guys see that this is a framework. This is its principles. This is a foundation. These are, these truths are really self-evident if you take some time to, you know, be a little introspective and understand um, these things kind of from inside yourself first. That is super, super important. You guys, self-awareness is huge. I think I, I think I talked about that in the very beginning of the life coaching series. But anyway, We are going to continue to talk about communication. We are in the communication uh, segment of it. Barriers to to communication. We're going to be talking about over... Why can I not say this word? Over intellectualizing. Intellectualizing. Over. Overdoing it. (laughs) Judging. Agreeing. Labeling. Diagnosing. Um, We're going to be talking about all of that today. And I'm going to give you guys some examples of, you know, how that how those are, why those are barriers. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to probably give you some examples from my real life as I always try to do you guys, but before we jump into it, before we jump into the barriers to communication, I definitely want to pray with y'all. And I just want to share with you guys a little something that I was thinking about this morning. Um, I'm, I always want to try to encourage you guys with the things the Lord's encouraging me with, right? It says man doesn't live in bread alone by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And I don't know about you guys, but God's word is tasted pretty good these days because man I can start eating some of the things of the world in a sense like looking at the content on social media looking at what's going on in the news and I'm just like oh my god I'm like Lord this is overwhelming it's like then stop eating it (laughs) right it's like this is making me sick stop eating it why would you eat something that's making you sick right you know if you're feeling anxious and stressed and you're a Christian and you're feeling that way you're consuming content that does not serve you. Okay. So let's just ask God to give us the strength and the grace. Lord, we don't need to be ignorant, but at the same time, there are things that we don't know, my friends. And that is where the sovereignty of God is so sweet because he knows what we don't know. So just continue to just ask for God's grace. Pray, pray, and pray. Okay, my friends, please be doing that now. Um, You know, I'm sure you guys are provided for and everything is is really good for you. You know, maybe you are, you know, feeling a little uncertain as I have felt that at times, you guys, because, uh, you know, well, you know, before I get into it, let's just go ahead and pray. And then I'll share with you guys what I was thinking about. Um, I was reading the parable of the 10 virgins this morning in Matthew 25. So I want to share my thoughts with you guys, but let's go ahead and pray. And then we'll jump into this whole episode. So, uh, Lord, thank you, Jesus, for this day. Um, thank you, Lord, that we can count on you that you are our shepherd, even when it's dark and we don't see the way out, we don't see the light, Lord. You know, that's, we have you with us. 
you know, your rod and your staff comfort us, Lord. We know you're going to beat off our enemies and the ones who want to steal and destroy us, God. And so we just, you know, we ask for um, you to take care of, you know, our enemies in this life, God. You know who they are. You know what the enemy's doing. You know the people he's using in this world to uh, steal, kill, and destroy. So, God, we just ask for, you know, for them to be held accountable, um, for your justice to be served. Um, I pray, God, that if they don't know your grace, that they would find it. Um, I pray, Lord, that you would, you know, give um, wisdom and insight to my brothers and sisters in the world, God, who are making very big decisions right now. I pray for our president, God, and everyone on his cabinet, that you would uh, give them grace and wisdom and encouragement, God. I pray they would continue to seek you, Lord, regardless of what they're hearing, God. I can only imagine. I could not imagine being the president of the United States right now, Lord. So I just pray that you'll give him grace and strength and encouragement, God, um, and everyone else he's working with. I pray for discernment. I pray if there's anyone around him that is misleading him, God, that you would remove them from their position, God. Um, we we need people out there who um, are going to give us the truth, who are going to uh, you know honor the liberties, God, that we have in this nation, Lord. So we just pray for your prote- your protection upon the liberties that we have in this land, God. Um, we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you, God, for the grace and the wisdom that you've given you know our forefathers in this nation. And so we just ask God for you to intervene where we have absolutely no control, Lord. It seems as if it's so deep at times, you know, the level of injustice and the deceit and the malice and the evil, you know, it's like, where do you go, Lord? You know, when every single person, you know, it's like there's corruption in every branch, God. So we just ask you to to prune it, to clean it out, Lord, ask for you to do the things that we cannot do and that we will just pray and seek you, Lord, and just work in our relationship with you, God. Really, that's all, really, that's our only responsibility is to work on our relationship with you and communicate the grace that you've poured into us to the rest of the world, God. So give us the strength to do that today. Let us not consume things that are toxic, will make us sick. Let us have that discernment and let us just feed upon your word, your revelation, your hope, your peace, your joy, the fruit of you being in us, God. That is really our food, Lord. So we love you. We thank you, God. And I pray you bless this podcast and we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So friends, I got it this morning and I've really been thinking about the, the parable of the 10 virgins, right? And the joy you know, and the oil. And I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> after seeing what's going on in the world, I feel like I got to kind of be in this prepper mode, you know? And, you know, it's like, oh my God, I got to be prepared, right? I got to like go out and like spend all this money on all this stuff. And, you know, I, I feel that. But then I'm like, I don't want to be worried. Like I want to be wise, but at the same time, I don't want to be led by fear. Does that make sense, you guys? Because God doesn't lead us by fear. He leads us by peace. So I don't want the emotion of it to like seep in. I'm like, well, give me wisdom, right? And so, you know, but just kind of like starting to let the the temperature of the outside world kind of creep into my life a little bit. And I'm like, whoa, time to put it, time to put some boundaries up there, Ashley. And so I can find myself, you know, um, I read that parable and thinking, Lord, do, like, do I got oil? Like, am I prepared? Right. And uh, as I was reading through it at the very end, when, you know, everyone's getting tired, you know, they're waiting on the bridegroom to come and, uh, you know, uh, they hear the sound and they're like, hey, the bridegroom is here. And then some of the virgins were like, hey, give me some of your oil. And the other five were like, no, if we do that, there ain't going to be enough for us. You know, go get some, right? Take take responsibility for the things that you claim, right? Think about that. Anyway, I'm going to digress on this thing. Um, and then they go get the oil. By the time they come back, you know, they've or- the, the bridegroom has already come. They're already kind of, you know, already having the wedding party or whatever. And they're beating on the door. Hey, let me in. And he goes, hey, depart. He's like, I never knew you. And I was like, wow, that is such an intimate thing. So it's not about the physical, right? It's not about the action of it. Oh, I better go get oil and be prepared, Lord. He's like, do you know me? That is preparation enough, right? 
Come on, you guys. That's the heart of it. That, why do you think Jesus said the greatest command is love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength? Isn't that so frustrating? Think about that. Think about how frustrating that is in the world that we live in where you're self-sufficient. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying that there's, there's a process for that. But when you are in the kingdom of God, there is another another process. And I keep using that word, but I can't help it, you guys. Like he's going to bring you through. That is completely different than what the world system does, right? God says, love me with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, right? The world's like, hey, do this and do that. Do, 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 to do this. That is true to a certain extent, right? You know, there's a lot of other things that have to be taken into consideration. You know, your motives, your intentions, the type of character you possess, you know, the values that you have, right? You're a whole being, you, you know, actions are one thing, but the heart and the matter of it all is, you know, that's what God looks at, right? He looks at the heart and it seems so simple. And a lot of times I think we get frustrated because, you know, we're like, it can't be that simple, really. And it's like, wow, I, you know, because you ever, have you ever overcomplicated something, you know, or made it harder than it needs to be? And God says, the only thing you got to do is love me with all your, your heart, your mind, soul and strength. Number one. You know, how do you think they felt when God told them, hey, just march around the Jericho, you know, seven times, blow a trumpet. What? What do you mean? Like, and there's a context again, right? There's a context for everything, whatever God wants you to do at the time. So it may seem foolish to love him with all your heart right now, but that's all you got to do. You don't got to go out and, and spend all these resources, especially if you ain't working. What, what do you really have? You guys do not. Do not put yourself in debt over this situation. That is not wise. It says a borrower is a slave to the lender. Do you want to lose any type of security you have right now? Keep using your credit card right now if you got no income coming in. You know, why don't you ask God to provide for you, right? I mean, think about what the Lord used to do when he was here with the disciples and they were supposed to pay the temple tax. He's like, oh crap, Lord, we got no money. He's like, oh, go out and there's, you know, grab a fish or whatever, right? And open up his mouth and there's two coins. What? That's amazing. I love how God just does things out of the ordinary, right? And we got to believe God that he is that type of way. You know, that we would want to see him for who he really is and how he was, you know, in relationship to his disciples. We got to quit looking at it through human perspective and think we got to be like the people. You know, we got to say, Lord, how, how do I need to be in a sense for you to reveal yourself to me in that type of way? That's a completely different paradigm. It's like, Lord, how do I need to see you to see you for who you really are? Not so much, oh, okay, what do I need to do or be? You need to just love him. It's very simple, right? And 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 as you as you walk along life and you're and you're talking to God about these things, He's gonna have you do certain things, and He'll prepare you for that thing, right? You know. And I'm having to realize that with some decisions I'm making in my life right now, you know. And I'm sure down the road, you know, you guys will actually know. I'm kind of still in the transition of it and thinking about it and you know doing things I've never done before. And I'm like, oh man, Lord, this is huge, right? And and. Uh, but I know that God will help me figure all of that out, right? One step at a time, you know? Um, and that's the other thing I was thinking about too is, uh, you know, God will truly give you the desires of your heart if you are committed to him. So do not ever be afraid to analyze your commitment to the Lord right now. Are, are you loving him with all of your heart? That is really the only criteria that's going to matter at the end of the day when he returns. Hey, did you love me? <laughs> you guys, I don't know where this is from. <laughs> do you love me? <laughs> Don't play your love games with me. <laughs> if my husband was listening to this, he would totally know what I was talking about. And uh, anyway, you guys. So, you know, we don't need to be playing no love games with Jesus, right? We don't need to be playing around. We need to just decide. Are we all in or all out? Like, for real. You know, and if you're all out, if you're all in, 
Here's the other thing, y'all. This stuff just keeps coming to my mind as I'm talking to y'all about it. If you're sitting there talking to the Lord, right, and you're like asking him for these things, because it says that, you know, if you know he hears you, right? So you're practicing that. You're like, you know what, Lord, I'm gonna step out. You know, I know that you hear me. But then that that little thing in your heart that wants to hold back, right? You're like, uh, I don't know. Eh, eh, eh. Pause and say, okay, Lord, what is that? That's gotta go because that there's no room for that in the kingdom of heaven. There's no room for the it, eh, right? That's gonna stunt you. That's gonna stop you. That's gonna that's going to uh, suffocate you. That's gonna steal your joy. You know, maybe there's an injury there, right? Maybe you need to be healed. Maybe there's a perspective shift you need to have. Maybe you need something. You need grace. You need love. You need more of him, right? Whatever it is, you guys, I don't want to be approaching God. I don't want to be approaching the throne and asking God for these things and be like, uh, uh, uh. He's like, are you confident? Why not? <laughs> Why are you not confident, Ashley? Uh, I don't know, Lord. Why am I not confident? I don't know. Right? Ask the question, y'all. What I mean, you got to know that that's the type of relationship you have with him, right? He's your king. He's your Lord, right? God is, God is the ultimate judge. God ain't playing. Thank you, Lord, right? That's what gives you the confidence to know that uh, God's going to take care of things, right? And at the same time, he wants to have a relationship, right? He doesn't want you to like fear him to a point to where, you know, you're, you're like hiding in the corner. He wants you to be in awe of him. Like, wow, you love me so much, Lord, no matter what. Okay, so yeah, let's just work on these issues then. You know, the issue ain't with the issue ain't you. It's me. It's the way I see things at times, and not to be afraid of that. That's what God's grace is for. You, you know, my friends, that is that is what it is for. So get comfortable with that. All right, God. You know it. You may think that's all I got to do right now, Lord. In this time of trouble, in this time of trouble, in the world, just love you, and 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 let you work on these things. Yep, that's it. It's very simple, friends. Right? It says in the end, you know, love is all that there is anyway. Right? So start now. Don't let's not be those uh, virgins, right? That claimed that we're going to marry the Lord and and not really know Him. That'd be kind of weird, right? That's like people who marry each other for for their benefits or whatever, you know? Like those girls who marry those super old dudes because they got money. I'm like, I've never understood that. I'm like, <laughs> I get the girl wants security, but come on, for real? You know, in your heart, you don't want to be with that person. That is so wrong. Like, so you know, why are you with Jesus, right? Like, let's let's like let's break it down because there are benefits being with the Lord straight up. There's covenants that God has made. There's promises, right? But we don't, how are we going to approach God, right? And I, this sounds a little vulgar, but I'm just going to say it anyway. We don't want to be a prostitute. We don't want to be an adulteress, right? And not even hating on girls that have had that lifestyle. You know, you guys, I've, there's so many things about me you don't know as far as the experiences I've had with different ministries and stuff. You know, um, I never even been in that industry as far as, you know, prostitution or strip clubs or nothing like that. But, uh, you know, I'll have to I'll have to share that story with you guys sometime. I'll have to remember that. Um, you know, so I, I have a heart for, you know, for the girls who've been there. I've never been in that situation, but you know, God definitely put me in that situation years and years ago. And I'm I will share that with you guys at some time. You know, that story of that. But uh anyway, so you know, do you love him or not? That is the question. So let's just jump into this podcast, you guys. Yesterday, we kind of went one through four talking about blocks communication. I'll just give you guys a couple words off of it. You know, you could be ordering, directing, you know, warning, threatening, preaching, advising. We talked about all that. Today, we're going to talk about, you know, over intellectualizing. I said it. Pray. Yay. Good job, Ashley. <laughs> Criticizing, judging, assuming, agreeing, and supporting, <laughs> labeling. Okay. Um, and I think we're going to stop there. 
Oh, and diagnosing, right? We're going to talk about all this today, guys. So number one, when you are communicating with people, there's a couple things you got to remember. Okay. And, um, I was reading a really great book. You guys, you should check it out. It's called the inside out revolution. Man. Oh man. It's got some great insight to it. Friends. It's yeah. The inside out revolution from Michael Neal. I read it probably within a few days and, uh, just the way he talks about it, you know, that's kind of really the basis of this life coaching thing is learning to live from the inside out. Right. Anyway. So he was saying, you know, he doesn't say God, but you know, you know what he means. Anyway, your mind was created with intelligent design. All right. So you have to be able to go back to that's like your default, right? You can, you can self-govern yourself, right? You have this default of, you know, being able to, um, you know, have intelligence and everything because we're made in the image of God, right? So we have to realize that that is our default. Yes, there is the knowledge of evil, but it's only the knowledge of evil. It's not that our framework is wrong. God did not mess us up, right? He created us perfect. It's the knowledge that messes us up, right? So you guys, if you look at yourself, your blueprint is good. Okay. You have a good blueprint. You're perfect. You're made in the image of God. Yes. Your body's going to get old and die, but whatever. Okay. Let's not make this too technical. I'm trying to just help you guys understand that the reason that you all get caught up in a lot of things, a lot of times is because your mind is so full of knowledge of good and evil. It kicks your butt. You get discouraged, whatever. So if you empty your mind, right? God empty out all these things that I'm entertaining, right? Replace it with your words, replace it with your truth. You know, I, if you know, you're toxic when, um, you know, you're living in fear. You've, you've entertained words that are not of him. Okay. I don't know how many times I got to say this. You got to empty it out though. Okay. Um, because of your default, right? You're made in the image of God. That's your default. You can self-govern yourself. You know, maybe you just need some healing, right? You're not broken. It's, it's not permanent state y'all. You can be healed. That is the function of Christ in your life is for healing, restoration, redemption, glory, honor. God wants to glorify himself through your life. Okay. Anyway, so that's your default. Anyway, I don't want to get too off track. So anyway, communicating with people, it's not always easy, right? I mean, we all have conflict at times because we have these barriers, right? These things that we learned, these patterns we learned in our family of origin, you know, our Adam and Eve, you know, what does my friend Casey Alexis always say? She has a word for it. Uh, your creation story, bam, you know, your creation story, uh, the people that raised you up, right? Um, the, the atmosphere that shaped you. Cause when you were born, you were a blank slate. You didn't know nothing, right? You were perfect. You didn't, I mean, yes, we inherited thought patterns. You guys, now I'm getting into some massive, you know, biology, you know, quantum physics kind of stuff. It's there. You guys, it's actually pretty dang fascinating when you think about it. But, um, you know, in, in terms of knowledge, you have nothing there, right? There's nothing to compare. There's no good. There's no evil. You're just being right. You're just absorbing. So you learn these roadblocks from, you know, your family of origin, things you grew up, things you saw, the things that were acceptable, not acceptable, the standards, whatever that were given to you by two individuals who are extremely limited when there is 6.8 billion people on the planet who look at the way they have different ways of looking at things. And then you have God himself who is absolutely unlimited and doesn't think like any of us. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, right? I mean, he relates to us, but he says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. That's why you need to get with me. So let's talk about using logic, arguing, or over intellect, over, why do I struggle with this word, y'all? Um, over into intellectualizing. <laughs> into, into, <laughs> never mind. I'm just going to quit talking. 
All right. Um, so, you know, throwing facts at people's real life experiences, right? Labeling. This is how I see things because you have all the facts, right? You've read all the books or whatever. You know, you, you, you share your real life experience with somebody and then they, they don't validate it, right? They're not, they don't have a lot of empathy, okay? They can, you know, use arguments to try to tell you why your life experiences aren't legit. You're like, nah, that's the truth of my life. Like, this is what happened. Yeah, well, this is going to be the effects of it or this is how you're going to be because you went through that, right? They start boxing you in, okay? Um, let's just move on here to number six. Criticizing, judging, assuming, and blaming. Y'all ever familiar with that? Y'all ever judge or assume, blame or criticize? I've done every I've done all four of those. Most definitely. You know, I've criticized people, I've judged people, assumed, blamed, you know. Honestly, I used to judge people and didn't even know I was doing it. I didn't even know what judgment was. It's not so ignorant. It's true. I didn't know what judgment was, I didn't know what condemnation was, you know? Seriously. So, you know, it's that mentality. Your fault. You're wrong. Your intentions are disgusting. It's like, wow. Dang. You know people's intentions. That's amazing. You must be God. Um, you know, you make conclusions about people based on appearance. Right? And, um, you know, that's that's why it's so important. You guys, we talked about this in the, um, really the beginning of this series. Um, are you able to have empathy, be genuine, and look at people through a positive regard, right? You're not going to assume they have bad intentions. Do you want your attention to be assumed that you're bad and you're, you know, super judgy people? No. Why do you think, why do you think we have so much miscommunication in the world, right? It's because we don't ask questions. You got to ask questions. Don't assume. If you're in a conversation with somebody... And I talked about this the other day, but I'll say it again. If you're in a conversation with somebody and you're talking and everything flows nice and then all of a sudden they say something and you're like, whoa, like you feel offended all of a sudden. It's really important that you establish the truth in the situation and say, hey, let's pause for a second. You said this and then I felt this way. I, this is how I assumed it is. Is this true? What, what are you trying to say? Right. And you know what? That is such a tool. You guys, I didn't know. I didn't know this until like, I'm, I think it was probably, I've known of this for about a year and a half, but really practicing it probably within the last six to nine months, honestly, you know, just really being intentional, um, and, and giving myself the grace and the space. That's part of authenticity, right? Is I'm not going to assume anything bad about you if I don't question it. I'm not going to just assume people are bad. I'm going to ask questions. I want to find out really where they're at. And I'll tell you what, if you can learn the art of being with somebody and if you're having a conversation and they say things and you say, oh, well, what does that mean? Oh, okay. What's that? You know what I mean? Just asking questions and, and being genuinely interested. You're going to find out who you're dealing with. And if somebody's feeling super uncomfortable, you know, like if you ask them something and, um, you know, sometimes that'll reveal really the type of character they have. And you know what? You you might decide that, you know, I can't have that type of relationship with them. You know, every relationship has a different function, different depth, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, just not being afraid to uh, ask. You know, what do you mean by that? It's really important, you guys. I, I, I practice that in my home, especially with my in my marriage with my husband. Just asking, hey, babe, what do you mean by that? You know, and he does that with me and, you know, just kind of like trying to reestablish those things. We're not assuming and just like inviting all kinds of chaos into our relationship. You know what I mean? We did that for so many years when we were young and teenagers and super immature, you know, we were parents and yeah, we were Lord have mercy. That's all I can say. I'm so glad that, uh, 
things are different now. All right. Uh, number seven, praising, agreeing, supporting. You're probably thinking, what's wrong with that, Ashley? What? You don't want me to praise people or agree with them or support them? No, I want you to. But what, what's the place? What, what, you, what kind of heart is involved? Is it from apathy because you don't really want to get to know them? So you're trying to just like, you know, oh yeah, smiling in their face. Y'all ever done that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're super annoyed with somebody and they're, you know, talking to you about something. You're like, oh yeah, that's cool. And in your heart, you really don't care. <laughs> I'm just, you guys, we just got to shed light on some of this stuff, right? We want to, if you want to have healthy relationship, these are just things that you have to be aware of within yourself, right? That's it. You're only responsible for you. So just being aware of your motives and intentions, right? What is in your heart? What's your attitude? Are you doing it for your praise? Because the eyes of men are on you, right? You know, you want to look a certain way before people so you know what to say to get a certain response, like being manipulative in that way. You guys ever meet somebody like that? They're like master manipulators. They know what to say to get from you what they want. Even though they're not, they're not interested in having a relationship with you at all. They just want benefits from you. Right? So anyway, you guys, just be, be, I'm not saying doubt anybody who's praising or agreeing or supporting you, but if you don't know them, right? Like if they are not being genuine with you, if, if you feel like they're super closed off and stuff like that, you gotta kind of, you gotta kind of be like, why are you in my life? Why are you praising me? What do you really want? You know? What is the intention behind that? That's why you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just be willing to establish the intentions by asking instead of assuming, you know, and that takes courage, but it needs to be done because we don't want to be judgy, critical, pharisaical Christians, right? All right. Um, labeling, name calling, ridiculing. Okay. Think about labeling in terms of, you know, you go back to core identity and how you would define yourself, you know, titles, good, bad, you are you know, insert here, whatever name you have. Um, just thinking about that. Uh, what labels are, are you running from? That's the other thing, you know, I never, what labels are you running from? I was thinking about that. And, uh, you know, for a while I was running from, you know, wanting, um, I didn't want to be like a lazy Christian or like one who wasn't sold out, you know? So I would move towards things that would make it look like I was a good Christian. I did that for a really long time, you guys. Um, my, my culture was very, um, my, you know, Christian culture at the time was very driven by performance. And so you had any homeless person sleep on your couch. If you had a couch, you had a ministry, um, you know, very, very service oriented, uh, very much spending time together. Like you guys, I think we were together. I think we fasted twice a week. We had a church on Sunday. Of course we had small group. There was a, like I said, there was a period where we fasted a couple times a week. Um, we did uh, Friday, we did stuff on Friday nights together. They had like a coffee house and they had like slam poetry and music and stuff, which is pretty cool, you know, but uh, you were required to be there. If you weren't there, then you were at home sinning or whatever. Um, you know, uh, they had, uh, you know, they had that. Then they, you know, would do things like, uh, you know, hanging out together at each other's houses, which is fine, but it became a criteria to feel accepted. If you weren't doing the things they were doing, then uh, you were judged as um, you, you weren't sold out. You were being disobedient. You had secret sins, whatever. So, you know, I was like, wow, I didn't want to be labeled as that in my heart. I knew, but I wasn't taught to walk in the authority of what I knew 
the truth of myself. I knew I wasn't trying to stab Jesus in the back and go off and live a life of sin. I, I wanted to be delivered from that, you know, but I also wanted to be able to make choices and use my free will, right? If I want to stay at home on a Friday night and watch the movies with my kids or whatever, I can, you know, not feeling like I had to fast twice a week to be a part of a group. Okay. So that was kind of the, the spiritual culture I was in for like 10 years. And so um, I was very much in that mode of like proving my Christianity, running away from, you know, being a, a worldly Christian or what else did they call it? Fuzzy gospel. Um, what are some other, you know, what I've also heard, uh, you know, oh yeah, running from prosperity gospel, right? Afraid to let God bless my life in any type of way he wants to, because I want to be judged by people. Oh, you know, what are they going to think of me? You know, think about that. Why do you not want, why do you withhold God's goodness from yourself? Like, what do you believe about God's goodness? Is it that God isn't good or are you afraid of the judgment from other people if God shows his goodness on you? You guys, and I've been talking to the Lord about that for a while. Just like, Lord, I want to be free from that. You know, if you want to bless my life because that's just what it's like to be in a relationship with you, then I shouldn't let other people's perspectives steal that away from me, right? Them questioning my attentions and my motives, right? If no, if no one does, if no one has a personal relationship with you, if they're not interested in knowing your motives and your intentions, and if they don't trust you, um, they don't have a say in your life, period. The only one who knows your motives and intentions is the Lord and then whoever else you choose to invite into the equation. You know, usually it might be your spouse or whatever because they're God willing. They're the one you're going to take with you to the grave. That's what my husband always reminds me of. He's like, babe, you don't need to get so attached to people in that way. Yes, they have a function, but he's like, they're not going to be with you in every walk of your life. Not every season. The only person who's ever going to be with you in every season is your spouse. So, you know, it's like, okay, that's a really good perspective. So anyway, you guys, I guess tomorrow we're going to talk about analyzing, interpreting, diagnosing, that was the last one I wanted to cover, but I talked too much. So we will cover that tomorrow, you guys. We're going to finish up the uh, the barriers to, to communication series. And then, uh, well, that's not the barriers to it. And then we're going to get into some more of the positive side of the communication. So anyway, you guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And I will see you guys tomorrow.